it says recording, so I'm assuming now. <laughs> I think huh? I think we're live. I think we're live. So let's do it. Ray, yeah, let's do it. This is uh, the first collaboration, the first time ever. I think I've done this before, the live video aspect of things. So thank you for making this happen. I'm excited. No problem. Thanks for having me on. I'm honored, Rodolfo. Yeah, same here. Um, I thought that because of the fact that this is the first time that we do the live video, it could be fun for like us to introduce each other to our specific um, like communities or audiences. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, I think we should do it. Awesome. Do you want to start or should I? Uh, you go first. You go first. Awesome. So um, for everyone listening, Raymond is the founder of Sold Hamptons, which is a social media centered community of thousands of real estate agents, of developers, and of business owners. And the community is focused on uh, residential real estate, basically. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Ed, I'm a Brooklyn native, and you know I've been getting to know you, and it's been great so far. So let me introduce my audience to you. I think it's important. Uh, Absolutely, so, thank Paolo, you. you're the uh, co-founder and CEO of Replay Listings. Uh, Replay Listings is the first of its kind to allow people to find apartments in New York City. It's all focused Correct. on uh, unedited videos. Uh, you are a writer for Forbes Real Estate and you have a podcast and uh, renting an apartment in New York City. So you, you, wear, many hats. you wear many hats. Yeah, uh, it, it, it is important to just um, highlight the fact that I, rather than being like a Forbes writer, I'm just a contributor kind of thing. So I just write an article every, every like once a month, um, always regarding real estate awesome or technology. Content. It's awesome content. I've been reading it and I'm really, really impressed with everything that you do. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. And um, well, maybe a little bit of, of a backstory so that um, everyone can, everyone that hasn't heard of me before can have an idea. Um, yeah. I'm originally from Mexico, proud Mexican here, born and raised. Um, yeah, so for the maybe first 25 years of my life or more, I lived in Mexico. I moved to New York about maybe five and a half years ago. And the idea behind it was I was pursuing a master's degree in technology at NYU. And um, while I was getting my master's, I had a little bit of extra time and I definitely wanted to start working um, to get like a passive form of income, right? And because of the fact that I come from a family that has done real estate their whole lives, um, I just thought, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna step into the real estate world as well. Um, I became a real estate agent at a great company back then called City Habitats, but now it's Corcoran uh, owned by Realogy. And um, I was there for a couple of years and I had an amazing mentor who always taught me how to focus on our client first, right? Her name is Lorette Vig, an amazing person. And every single day that I had a new customer at my office looking for a new home, I would see them suffer from the exact same friction points. Customer after customer, I saw the exact same problem. And the problem and the biggest problem that I saw was they looked at a property online and the picture looked amazing, right? They always look beautiful. They always look beautiful. And then you go to the actual space and it looks nothing like the picture, nothing. You find out that the picture has been brightened or manipulated or edited in any kind of way, right? And I kind of get it on the real estate agent perspective because properties in New York, as you probably know, tend to last on the market 
very little, special, especially rental properties. The average pre-pandemic was like three days on the market. And so real estate agents don't have the time to go and take new pictures every single day. And by the time that they go back to their office and upload the listing, the listing's already gone. So you can't blame them really when they're trying to broadcast like maybe a bait and switch kind of thing. It's, it's, it, there's, there wasn't enough technology to satisfy you know, the demand enough for what customers needed. And that's where I saw the area of opportunity. And I started, I went to a friend of mine, uh, his name is Max Podolsky, who's now the co-founder of Repeal Listings. And I was like, Max, I think that we have an, an opportunity here. I think that we can create something like, like a listings platform um, but only focused on unedited video to try to bring transparency into the real estate industry and show real estate agents and clients what they could do by leveraging technology and showing what's really there, right? Um, so we created, we started testing it out and there was an immediate great response. People have found, like we have helped over 100K users, right? 100,000 users in their, during their search for a new apartment. Um, within our website, a mobile app, or like a, the iOS app on, on Apple or the Android uh, devices. So we're very excited about it. We started in Manhattan, as you know, and everything went so well that we expanded to New York's five boroughs. And then little by little, that's I think that's when I met you because you're focused on the Hamptons. And I yeah. was like, you know what? It's time to it's time to try to expand replay listings to the Hamptons. You know, it's people people want to see what's out there. Yeah, and I just want to add that you really made like a name for yourself. And I met you through one of Thank your you. former colleagues who had nothing but great things to say and was actually like, you know, Rodolfo is someone you have to meet. Like, check out what he's doing. So it's really cool Thank to like you. get to know you. Much of it virtually, unfortunately, since everything that's happened. But it's so that's cool. fine. We'll make it happen, brother. We'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah, of course. So, yeah, so tell really, us more about you your story. Well. Yeah, I'll tell you my story. So I'm a little younger than you. So I'm earlier on in my real estate uh, career, but I started off in, uh, just yeah, just a little. Yeah. Just I started little. off with a mentor as well, Charles Borak, who is a uh, leasing broker in uh, New York City, office le leasing broker, uh, customer mm -hmm. Wakefield. And he kind of showed me what it takes to be a top broker and why real estate is, you know, he kind of showed me some of the misconceptions and like how they were wrong about being a real estate agent and how clever some of these real estate agents are, how much work they put in, um, you know, how much knowledge you have to know to uh, earn listings. And I was just fascinated yeah. by it. I was, really, I was really impressed. His mind is like a computer where he knows every <laughs> New York city. You know, he'll be talking about a big deal in Midtown and then someone will say, yeah, my friend has a business, a closing business. And he's like, oh yeah, I know this place on Soho. That would be perfect. And here's the rental history and he just knows in his head. So I was super impressed. Amazing. And that's what I found love. And the reason why I started Sold Hamptons was because of that love for real estate, but also my upbringing. So my upbringing was in the Hamptons. I grew up in West Hampton Beach, New York, which is the Western part of the Hamptons. The Hamptons that's kind of beautiful. starts in West Hampton and extends out East towards Montauk. And, you know, the Hamptons is an interesting place and business-wise, it's all about real estate. Unlike New York, where, you know, real estate is a key component, but there's also finance. There's also the arts. There's fashion, also yeah. Fashion, media. The Hamptons is really, you know, grounded in local businesses supported by the real estate industry. 
So I was always like interested in like, you know, what does all this mean? And I'm a part of this community, like how do I fit into it? And then I got that intro into real estate. So I built this platform and it's grown to almost 4,000, uh, you know, people on the Instagram page. I have people that reach out every day to uh, either amazing. do some sort of business, a collaboration, get a connection, um, you know, come to an open house, display a listing, get information on a potential business partner they could work with. And it's been really cool just to build that community where agents can bounce ideas off each other, show Absolutely. what things they've sold and just get to know each other in a new light. So it's, it's been a fantastic opportunity and it's allowed me to be here with you today. So, yeah. And something that I really like is the fact that both of our platforms and our businesses are basically vital for agents kind of looking for an edge, you know, yeah. um, for agents that embrace social media as well. Um, the way that we got new agents to work with us usually was by going to brokerages and giving out a presentation to introduce our service to different agents, right? And very quickly, we realized that the agents that started adopting replay listings were the top performers who are usually on top of their game when it comes to social media. Um, we have a couple of replay ambassadors that, are, that have over a million likes on TikTok and who are really, really getting a lot of new customers that translate directly into money um, by putting themselves out there and showing their potential customers how their real life looks like. You know, they, they broadcast themselves on Instagram and TikTok when they're around the city showing restaurants, showing the best spots to, you know, to go to or the newer department, you know, their newest listing, you know? Yeah. And um, I yeah, add, just what, mm -hmm. yeah, I would add that the city brokers I know and the Hamptons brokers I know have really upped their social media and have seen the engagement. Uh, there's a lot of people that may have been skeptical or didn't think it was worth their time or fit into like fit into their brand to be on social media or to try a platform. And now, you know, the agents that were prepared and were already engaging with social media and like looking for uh, you know, new outlets are really flying ahead. Like their businesses have taken off. They're like, uh, you know, I was on Instagram for a while and heard some feedback. And now I'm hearing people saying, I've seen your Instagram for two years. I really like what you've been doing and I want to buy a home with you today. So some of this stuff that's years. Yeah. That's sold Hamptons, right? Just in case yeah. anybody doesn't know about it yet so that they can actually find you on Instagram. It's sold Hamptons or they can go to soldhamptons.com. Right. Correct. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I, I see what we do a little bit more closer to social real estate, right? And the fact that I feel like both of us encourage creativity when it comes to our community and our content, right? Um, even though that replay listings focuses on unedited videos and agents go to a property, you know, usually what how it works is as a real estate agent, you download the app, you sign up, we have a freemium account. And every time you visit a property or you're showing a client, you can just tell them, Ray, I will show you so many apartments today that I think that it would yield better results if I just take a quick minute video of every property and I send it to you via a link at the end of the day so that you have everything very organized, right? So that way you're creating value for your potential customer. And at the same time, they don't even know this, but at the same time, 
you are creating an ad for that same listing, right? Yeah. So what we're doing with replay listings is we're allowing real estate agents to advertise in less than a minute. Yeah, I love That's, it. And I love it. And it's interesting that there's, we're kind of like in the middle of a change right now, right? Where real estate really can be sold with your smartphone. Um, if you need proof of that, there are $10 million properties in the Hamptons that were sold over FaceTime. You know, you can look up stories online where agents have said, I had a buyer, he was somewhere else. He knew he needed to buy now. Uh, it was yeah. going to be sight unseen. So I took out my phone. We did FaceTime. He said, yep, send me the contracts virtually, you know, DocuSign done, never saw the property, never met the attorney potentially, everything virtual, everything done. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's like, fascinating. Yeah. So, I mean, I think once you get into those, you know, more reasonable price points, the owners and the potential buyers are more, want to be engaged more in what's happening, but they're still engaging and finding out about properties via video that could be shot on an iPhone or upload to an app like replay listings. So I think agents in that community are really starting to get the message that, you know, your phone is a tool. And if you use it correctly and you take the right type of content, you just put it out there, you're going to get results. Yeah. Absolutely. And to that point, just to add to everything you've said, because I love everything. Um, it's, it's what I call kind of like the digitalization of the contemporary brokerage, you know, as we know it. It used to be the case that you went to the office or you found a real estate agent either via a loved one who shared it with you or, or recommended them or online maybe or on the paper. And you went to the office, you saw what's available, they showed you pictures and they showed you the property, right? And now, especially post-pandemic or during the pandemic, we are relying more on virtual tours, on virtual reality or video tours anything that has to do with your phone and does not require your physical presence, right? We're also seeing how real estate agencies are now embracing the digitalization of, of uh, documents as well. So it used to be the case when I was a real estate agent just a couple of years ago that I would encourage my clients to come back to our office, gather all the paperwork. I would, I would get the application for them. We would submit the application physically, right? And now even landlords are starting to create websites in which people can just upload everything online. Yeah, We've come to the point in which even now notaries are virtual, which is something that I have never heard before from past year back, right? This is the, the you call a notary, you have a FaceTime with them and, and, and the documents are good now, good to go. That I've never seen that before. And now it's a thing. You know? Yeah, I, I think real estate, especially residential, has been notorious for being maybe inefficient, where it's an old school business where you're calling up people and you yeah. put out signs and you hope for the best or you rely on, you know, certain relationships. But that's all changing. Uh, the business has really yeah. been disrupted. Agents are more efficient. You know, they can do a lot more with a lot less in terms of, you know, you don't need a whole camera crew to come in to stage yeah. everything. And, you know, you can, you can go in with your phone and in a few minutes, you could be on a site like yours. You could be on social media. You could have a YouTube video, LinkedIn. You know, you could have thousands of people potentially looking at your home when in the past you would just sit at an open house and just hope, very just hope that somebody shows up. So now agents are really hoping that things happen. They're making things happen. And if they're not, then their competitors are making things happen. So it's interesting to see it all happen. 
Um, I think you and I were speaking about it. a lot of agents, at least the agents I know are embracing social media or if they haven't embraced it yet, they're starting to ask questions and technology separate from social media, almost all agents are interested in. They want to know what new, yeah. like what new tech is out there and like how it's going to help them sell homes. So maybe that's something mm -hmm. you could talk about, like how technology is <laughs> it more uh, efficient for agents to sell homes and how that all works. Absolutely. And I love that you mentioned something really crucial here, which is it used to be the case that you needed to, to hire like a camera crew, you know, to come and, and record the apartment in its best light, right? Um, when we were deciding what shape and form Reaply Listings was gonna take, we wanted to create something that was available to everyone, right? Um, there's a lot of companies out there that, are, that uh, manufacture very specialized cameras that can give you the 3D aspect of a home and all of that, right? which is beautiful and super effective. Unfortunately, that's not technology that's available to everyone because to buy one of those cameras, you need to spend like $4,000, you know, just, just to afford something like that. And with us, with replay listings, what we wanted to do is use technology that's available to everyone. If you have a phone, a smartphone, that's all you need, you know? And the funny part is that we started with only unedited videos, right? Showing the property as it is. Um, but what we found is that now agents are using their special tools, like the agents that already have professional cameras are using their cameras, recording the virtual tours with them, but then uploading the video to replay listings. And it's a beautiful result that we had right now on the website on replaylistings.com because if you log into it, if you visit it, you're going to see that we have unedited video, we have virtual reality tours, we have a really good mix for consumers to really know what's out there, you know, rather than manipulated pictures, yeah. which is what we're trying to avoid. And just to add to that, I think it's important to know that not one of these strategies needs to be used alone. Like if, if you're an agent who has been doing things a certain way for years, that doesn't mean you stop doing that. It just might be time to look at what other things you can layer on to that. Um, just like I wouldn't say you only use social media or you only use a platform like Replay. You should be using multiple tools. And then Replay Agreed. itself, as you said, people are using multiple strategies on Replay. You know, they're using uh, professional, they're using, you know, their phones, they're using all different, they're getting creative. Yeah. Getting creative. That's the yeah. word you use. I like that a lot. And something that I really like about both of our businesses, Salt Hamptons and Replay Listings, is that, you know, when agents are uploading listings to social media, then your target market could be basically anyone, right? You don't know who's going to end up in there. It could be your aunt. It could be your niece. It could be anyone, right? When you upload something to Salt Hamptons or to Replay Listings, your targeted audience is people who are specifically looking for real estate, yep. right? And that's a key differentiator. And, and one of the reasons why I completely agree with you when you say no tool is enough by itself, you have to use all of them or multiple tools to see what yields the best results, right? Yeah. Um, the top agents that I was previously talking about uh, that are on their game on social media 
they are uploading videos to TikTok, to Instagram, to Facebook, to replay listings, and maybe even to Salt Hamptons. You know, they they're 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 casting their net wide. And I feel like that's what I would encourage all agents to do is just try it out, you know? Yeah, and, and get comfortable creating content too. I mean, it could be anything that feels right for you, whether you want professional only, that's your brand. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Or if you only want to take pictures with you in it, or you don't want to be behind the camera, or you want to be in front, it's all your style. And it lets people know who you are. And if you kind of do something that you're like, oh, I saw someone else do that. So I'm just going to go that direction. It, people can tell. So you want to just yeah. do you want to just do what feels right for you. And, you know, even if you're not getting a lot of likes on social media or anything like that, people are noticing, you know, over time. And maybe if yeah. someone can call you back on replay right away, you might get discouraged. But people are noticing your content, noticing your listings, seeing that you're a professional with things to offer. And over time, I absolutely you'll agree. get results. You'll get results. And I know people on social media who have either sold real estate, sold, you know, projects like developers who have gotten business, clients reaching out. I've had people reach out on social media saying, I want to buy a home. Like, here's my budget. Here's my financing. I see that, yeah. you know, the agents, like, who do you recommend? So it works. You know? It really does work. Yeah. That's the bottom line from my standpoint. Yeah. I mean, a friend of mine recently shared with me that since the beginning of the pandemic, since March, he started, cre he created a TikTok account on the first week of the pandemic. He was like, you know what? I'm going to use my time efficiently. I'm going to build a brand. And he started creating content on TikTok. This is the one that I shared previously that has over 1 million likes already. And he shared with me that he has earned this year. Actually, I could even go further and say within the past five months, he has made over $100,000 from clients who came from TikTok. It is mind-blowing how, you know, he's making so much money out of something that people could be trying to not get into that. They're like they, 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 they don't want to embrace new technology. Look at what you're missing. And, you know, to, to add another example, I can put myself as an example. You know, I'm the host of a podcast called Renting an Apartment in New York City, and I write articles for Forbes. And I can almost guarantee you that you would have not known about that by browsing Forbes and just casually logging into one of my articles. You, you, you learned that because I posted it on Instagram. Yeah. You know? And I, and I so, think, important, I think yeah. it's important to note too that a lot of these relationships, you build them online, then what? I think that people would be surprised to know that when you make a relationship on social media or via an app like Replay, the, like, the level of like, you know, the difficulty to like take it to the next step and go to like, you're my client now or like we can do business is not very high. People kind of feel comfortable on social media. They feel comfortable on an app where they're looking for real estate. They see an apartment. They see an agent they like. They reach out. They're like, I kind of know you or I like your style. It's, it feels authentic. It doesn't feel like scary or like I'm talking yeah. to a big business. I'm talking to a person that I feel like I know and I trust. And it, it's a lot easier, I would say. So when you get somebody on social, yeah, you might have to work a little harder to you know, find that audience. Or you may have to, you know, go on to a platform like Replay to get the targeted audience. But once you're there, the relationships that come from it and the clients that come from it are real, real value add. 
Absolutely agreed. And just to add to what you said, which is incredibly valuable, is the fact that by putting yourself out there on social media and sharing your day-to-day life, I'm not, I'm not asking anyone to share aspects of their life that they would like to keep private. But if you share sometimes what restaurants you like or what activities you like outside of work, maybe skiing or watching movies, whatever it is, the clients that are gonna approach you are gonna have something in common with you very likely. And that is what social media, and that is a way in which social media can really improve real estate is by improving potential matches. Because the reality is that if I can work with any real estate agent out there, optimally, I would like to work with somebody who thinks like I do, you know? So an agent that has something in common with me so that when we're searching for properties, we have something to talk about too, you know? Yeah. And also you want to be, you want to be doing things that not everybody else is doing. Not everybody's on social, not every agent's using replay, not every agent, you know, has a YouTube channel or TikTok. Uh, Not every agent cold calls. You could try an old school method with a new school, you know, whatever, whatever you feel comfortable with and social and like going on replay and things like that. They're just easy. That's why it's like frustrating if someone's like, oh, you know, I don't want to try that out. It's not very hard to add that into your repertoire. As as cold calling now, everyone knows that's scary. Everyone knows that results can be, you know, it's important though, but, you know, going on social, once you get the hang of it, it's actually kind of fun. I have a great time on social media and, you know, the relationships I've built are just all positive, so... Yeah. Now I, I will say this, there might be people looking at, at this or listening to this that may think that social is, is, is hard. And, and if, if, you're think, if you think that way or exhausting, I get you. Um, it is easier for us to understand, like for millennials or from Gen Z to understand that social is easy because we, we basically kind of grew up with it, right? There are a lot of people, people that didn't. I remember when I was a new agent and I had to cold call every day Ray, for me, that was terrifying. I was so ashamed of people hearing me cold call. I I usually went to like a small confined room so that I can do it by myself because English is my secondary language and cold calling in a secondary language is really difficult. But with time, I got better. Social works the exact same way. If you don't know how to work social media or you're terrified of it, know that it's natural to feel that way and that little by little you'll start learning and getting better just like anything else i think something to add is that somebody like myself or you or i think even agents at whatever firm you work at i think i i think they'd be willing to help you and i think that once you got introduced to social media or got introduced to how to use an app like replay it's like riding a bicycle maybe that's what i was getting at and you know once you get up on that bicycle and you're going, I think you're just going to have a great time. So I don't want to say it's That's necessarily great. easy, but once you give it a try, I'm just really confident that if you add one of these, you know, whether it's Instagram, whether it's replay, whether it's just taking pictures on your phone, whatever it is, and sending them on Facebook or sending them as a text to your clients saying, I'm at your house today. It looks great. You know, anything. Just just yeah. try something new would be my advice because I've done a lot of that recently, trying new things yeah. and it's been incredible. Yeah, and momentum matters. That's why I love that you said like riding a bike because once you ride a bike, it gets easier as you go along 
because you have kind of have like this momentum. Social media works the exact same way. Maybe the first video will get 10 likes and then the next one, 100, and then the next one, 200. Like, and little by little, you build it up, you know? So let me ask you this, Rodolfo. What do you see happening in your market since you're primarily focused on rentals in the city? How has that been impacted by COVID? And yeah, have, have we seen changes recently? Because from my, from my data, I've seen changes. Absolutely. So well, the first thing that I want to add to that is, yes, we only do rentals in New York now. We're yeah. about to launch really soon. And I mean, really soon. Uh, we're about to launch the sales app. So replay listings is going to do sales as well very soon. Um, and we're also expanding to new cities. We want to expand to the Hamptons. We want to expand to Miami. We even want to expand to outside, like other countries as well. We've been having conversations with people in Tokyo, in Mexico, and even in the Dominican Republic about opening up replay listings there. So that's really exciting, right? That's, that's, that's what's coming up for us. Um, in terms of the trends that we've noticed lately, um, we've noticed a lot of movement outside of Manhattan. So we've noticed that a lot of people are getting outside of Manhattan. I've also noticed a lot of friends of mine on LinkedIn and, and social media uh, posting about how they're getting their license somewhere else as well. You know, getting licensed in uh, Connecticut, I don't know, anywhere else other than just the city. Um, could be really helpful. And I've, I've been finding that they post on social media things like, are you moving out of New York? Call me and I can help you find your home, blah, blah, blah. See what I'm saying? Like, we, we've, we've definitely seen that trend. Um, within our searches in our website, we've noticed that searches for bigger spaces are on the rise. People now, because of the fact that they're working from home, are looking for places that have office space or more square footage. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen that too in the Hamptons. So just for your listeners who may not know about the Hamptons market, like what's happened and how it relates to New York city. Um, it's kind of an inverse market at the moment to New York city, which means that, you know, a lot of the business that New York city agents have lost, uh, those clients, as you said, may have gone to Connecticut and a lot of places, but a lot have gone to the Hamptons who have the money to do so. Also, uh, what some people might not know also is that the Hamptons is a big rental market, meaning that a lot of people rent out their, you know, single family homes during the summer, uh, during a three to four month period. Those numbers were through the roof, like the, the pricing has gone way up and the season has extended to full year, which is something that's really interesting. And I think it could be good news for New York City real estate, actually, that a lot of these buyers have chose to go to the Hamptons given the proximity to New York City. I think that a lot of people wanna go back to New York City. One thing to note though, that a lot of agents in the Hamptons have said is that their clients do wanna go back to New York City, but maybe if they were a luxury buyer and they had a four or $5 million home, maybe they're going back with a $1 million condo where they're gonna rent in New York City. Mm, so there's kind of been a flip up. They had a small Hamptons home and a big New York City, you know, penthouse or whatever it may be if they were very successful and they just decide to flip that. So I don't think New York City has lost all those people that have gone to the Hamptons specifically. I just think that they want a place to reevaluate where things are going. And a lot of them do want to come back. It's just a matter of how they come back and when. So I agree. 
I agree. And something else that I wanted to add to what you just said is I, we've also been noticing, and in this statistic, I include myself, millennials, people between, you know, millennials in general, I don't want to, I don't want to name specific ages, but millennials tend, we're on a stage in our lives in which we were or are about to buy our first home, right? Um, the average person, um, the average age of an American when they buy their first home is around 35. And what I do believe will happen is that because of the pandemic and the current circumstance that we're living in right now, I believe that a lot more millennials, rather than buying a home, they're going to want to continue renting and just wait it out for maybe a year or two to see how things develop. Yeah, I totally agree. I was thinking the same thing. And you can kind of see that with the like multifamily real estate market in New York City and Brooklyn especially has taken off where investors yeah. like at the bottom where, you know, rents were really low or, you know, people weren't collecting rents. They went in and bought those properties, maybe vacant, and they're feeling comfortable about where things are going in that regard because there might be a move back to like a rent culture where people were buying and now they're either renting or they're buying summer homes and renting. Like the combination of how people live has really changed. Yeah, and for I mean, here's a um, fun fact: um, in most states in the, in in the U.S., people tend to seventy percent of a specific state would be owners, and thirty percent of that state would be renters. That's that's the the usual case in in the U.S. In New York, that statistic flips. 70% of people living in New York tend to rent and 30 tend to be owners. And I think my prediction of what's gonna happen in the short middle term is that that percentage of renters is going to even increase uh, a little bit more. Yeah, and I think it's interesting to note for the New York City market that a lot have speculated or agents have noticed new buyers who are first time to New York City, whether they're from another part of the country or international where they're like, I heard about the lower rents or something like that. And I felt now was the time to like try and take my shot at New York City. That dream of like, I've always wanted to go to New York. When are you going to do it? And this is the opportunity that like people are like, okay, I can afford to do it now, you know, or maybe I can get a new job in New York City now and I can afford the apartment now. Let's do it. So yeah, New York City is lost, but it's also gained. Absolutely. I agree with that. And um, I've seen apartments that used to be, you know, $3,300 a month being reduced to 23. Yeah. It's the, the price drop uh, regarding rentals in New York has been amazing. It's a good so time to rent in New York City. It's, it's hard to yeah. argue that it's not a good time to rent. Yeah, to, to, to your point, I feel like maybe not right now, maybe not today because we're in the middle of a pandemic, but really soon I think that what something that will happen is when there's a vaccine and things start to stabilize a little bit more, there's going to be a lot of visionaries like you just mentioned that says, you know what, this is the moment to go and rent and get a great price in New York and pursue my dream. Yeah, you know? and I would say in the Hamptons market, there's been a lot of savvy people who bought you know, when everyone was panicking. So there are people out there that did that in New York City as well, that people were panicking and they bought real estate, you know, and they're going to do great. So, I mean, it's really, it's really just an interesting time. I think that, you know, being interested in real estate right now 
or learning more about it is really important because it's a big part of all of our lives where we live. And, you know, it's, it's really cool to be on this podcast with you right now. Yeah, same. I really appreciate it. I, I was going to say, let's keep it short and sweet, but I think that that ship sailed. Yeah, yeah. maybe, <laughs> um, maybe we can edit it down. Maybe you could do a part one, part two. Yeah, let we, let's do that because we're right now at almost 40 minutes. Yeah, um, we went way so, because we had a good time though. Yeah, so to everyone listening or seeing this video, know that you can visit salthamptons.com or follow them on Instagram. Yeah, and please send me a DM if you want to know more about Hamptons Real Estate or just get to know, you know, me and what I do. And Rodolfo, I'll say the same for you. How can my followers yeah. reach out to you and learn about your app, your story, and, you know, how they can, how you can help them? Yeah, I mean, feel free to reach out to me directly on Instagram. You can also follow Replay Listings, visit it at replaylistings.com or just download the mobile app, either on iOS or Android. We have both. So... We're looking forward to seeing you guys. Uh, Ray, this was an amazing collaboration. The first that I've ever done like this. Honored to be, you know, the first collaboration. It was a really big deal for me. Same here, brother. Cheers. Thank you. And uh, we'll be in touch, okay? All right. Have a good one, Ray.